0: and welcome to Riding in Cars with Cats. My name is Mike Tanner, and I am your host today. And today, we're doing things a little bit differently. Today is a bit of a mini bonus episode. And so, what we're going to be talking about today uh, is a really, really great uh, experience I had the other day, which was I had the pleasure of speaking on an entrepreneurship panel at a local university's career week. And so students who were interested in potentially pursuing a career in entrepreneurship, which is a, such a strange concept to pursue a career in such a a wide uh, a wide area. Um, but in any case, uh, those students had a chance to listen to us, answer some very generic questions about what we do, as well as some specific questions that they might have in regards to, what has worked for us and what hasn't worked for us on our, our entrepreneurial journey. Uh, in any case, one of the things that I love about these events is different perspectives. You hear people say things uh, that really can change your mind or can reinforce what you're already thinking about different things. And I, I really do like the honest and open uh, format of these things. That being said, it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to agree with everything. And on the course of the panel, I don't really like to or when I'm in sort of a a conference style thing like that. I don't really like to disagree with what other panelists have said because what they're saying is true for them. Uh, it's how they've got there. It's how they've it's how they've succeeded. And so i I don't I hesitate to say like you're wrong about something. Because A, I'm not that arrogant to think that I know what's best. And B, it, it may have been that, that what they're talking about worked really, really well for them. But that being said, I'm now going to vehemently dis- vehemently disagree with the statement that was made by one of the speakers. And I know where the statement was coming from. I know the, I know the perspective. I know the angle. I know why they said what they said. And I think what they said could be very, very helpful, but I think it can also be very, very harmful. And so, at one point, we were talking about uh, what qualities people would need in order to be a uh, an entrepreneur, what, what things they sort of needed to have in their toolbox in order to succeed in uh, what can be a very, very uh, difficult uh, and arduous uh, field. And... At one point, one of the other panelists suggested that you need to believe in yourself and don't listen to what anyone else says. And I think what they were trying to say was that it's very easy to doubt yourself and you need to have some faith. Um, But I caution people on taking that too far. I caution people on the idea of saying I don't care that every single person I've spoken to thinks this is a bad idea. I think this is a good idea. There comes a point where you have to say people might know things that either I don't know or I, I can't know or, or whatever the case. But there comes a point where you actually have to say, Am I sure about this? Like, do I, really, do, do I really think this after everyone has told me no? And the fact of the matter is, is that you might, and that's fine. Some of the really uh, inventive and intuitive and disruptive businesses that have come out of uh, the startup world, the tech world, and and the entrepreneurship world, entrepreneurial world, world have been from people who've said, no, I get you don't think I'm right about this, but I feel very passionately that I am right about this. And they've gone ahead and been incredibly successful. Some of these ideas, people were told that's, that's never going to fly. You're never going to have someone, you know, pay for that service. There's a few that I'm trying to remember, but there's a few where people said, no one's ever going to pay, uh, you know, for a service where you do this. And, um, The fact of the matter is, is that in a lot of cases, those individuals are wrong. People absolutely do pay for those things. Um, But please, please be willing to admit the potential that the people around you actually do know what they're talking about. And if every single person in the world is telling you your idea is terrible, just, just think about it. Just take a step back for a second. Maybe that doesn't mean you don't pursue it. Maybe it means you pursue, you know, you pursue it based on a slightly, you know, on a, on a variant. Maybe you look at things a little bit differently, uh, you know, and, and maybe what you end up building is not exactly what you were originally going to build, or maybe you end up, you know, serving a, a client base that's, slightly different than what you were originally expecting to serve, whatever the case may be, it's fine. There's all these different things that can happen. But when every single person in your world is saying no, there might be a reason. It might be that this is a really sincerely bad idea. And these people care about you enough to try to make sure that you're not going to destroy your world on a, on a bad idea. Um, And I, I've seen it happen. I've seen people, you know, start to push for ideas and, and businesses that just are not going to work from a very fundamental standpoint. You know, these are businesses that the market just is not there for. And I've seen people sink a lot of time a lot of energy, and a lot of money into ideas that were ill-conceived. And in most of these cases, someone told them along the way, like, this isn't a good idea. And in some of these cases, everyone told them along the way that this isn't a good idea. And yet they stuck with it because they had this determined faith that they could accomplish anything. And that's a really awesome thing to have. It's also really awesome to have intuition on what's actually going to succeed. So I'm a big fan of saying naysayers be damned and go ahead and do your thing. That's fine. I'm not a big fan of saying I know better than everyone else, you know, when I first started in uh, in web development and in building websites for clients, i I had very clear ideas about what I wanted to do. And I had people in the industry talk to me about some of those ideas. And some of those ideas it I ended up running with because I said, "You know what? I understand this isn't how you do things. I understand this isn't what you want to do, but this is what I want to do, and this is how I think should things should be done. Some of those things worked, and some of those didn't, and that's fine. But I also, Took that honest advice and said, "How can I? How can I use this? How can I learn from this? What can I? What can I do with it?" And in some of those cases, I said, "You know what? You're probably right." Uh, a very short period of time ago, I sat down with a local CEO um, to discuss my future. I wanted to sort of talk to him about where my business was, where I wanted my business to go, and what I was expecting from both myself and from my team moving forward. And I told him (laughs) this huge concept of all the things I thought I should be doing. And they were things I thought I should be doing because I had read this or heard this or done this. And and they weren't real. I I didn't really know, but I I had this concept in my mind of like, these are things I'm going to do. And the first thing he said after I said all of these things was, is there any way that that I can convince you to do none of the things you just said? And I said, yes. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm seeking out honest advice from someone uh, in, a, in a similar field to talk about it because I, I want to talk about it. And so I, I really just feel like you, you need to be able to take honest criticism and advice from people. And maybe you don't action it. Maybe you decide, no, I, I've, I've listened to what you've said. In a lot of cases, that's actually a really good way to, to do things is to have people tell you the things they're concerned about in, a, in an industry or in a field or whatever it is for you to say, yeah, okay, no, those are all things I thought about and I know how to go about them or to maybe reinforce your ideas of what you want to do. But please, please, especially if you have never really worked before, and this is the second part I'm going to talk about before before I head off to work for the morning. If you haven't really had a lot of experience and you just think you know things from an external viewpoint, please understand that you might not. There was another young man after the conference was over that uh, pulled me aside and, and had a brief chat with me about his future. And he was saying that he knows that he wants to be an entrepreneur. He knows he wants to own his own business. He's doing accounting and he... Was sort of asking like, you know, do you think I should look at the startup world or do you think I should uh, maybe start my own firm, like my own sort of freelancing accounting firm? Or should I go try and work with a a larger business for a while and, and do those kind of things? And what I said was, get a job. Go get a job. My experience with, with young people and with entrepreneurs, and I can't believe I say things like young people now. I feel so old saying these things. But my experience with young people, my experience with entrepreneurs is that they have a tendency to just dive right into things and think that at 22, they've got to roll with it. You know, at 22, they've got to have their business you know, plan all done up. And at 22, they've got to be launching their first company and, and all these sorts of things. And the fact of the matter is, is that you do not. You absolutely do not. And in fact, the people that I know that have been super successful in launching businesses have had a history of working within other businesses. I would never be where I'm at today without working in a shitty call center for a very long period of time. I worked as a manager and as a trainer in a, in a call center that did customer service for cell phones for the United States and it was a it was in many ways an awful job especially if you were on the phone speaking with customers Uh, it was thankless it did not pay fantastically on the agent side and it just was it was a hard job but there's a lot I learned about ways to do business and ways not to do business that I learned specifically from that experience and I would not be where I'm at today without having worked in different industries, worked in different fields, worked for different companies and come to understand what it is they did. Um, one of my favorite, uh, local companies is a company that does proposal software. Uh, they're a company called Proposify. And one of the things I love about Proposify is how the story came about. They were running a, um, a design agency, uh, building websites, you know, doing what what a lot of people are doing now and liked it, but you know, and we're, and we're very, very good at it, but just didn't find that it was quite what they, what they needed. And so what they found at one point was, man, we really hate writing these proposals over and over again. And we really hate the experience that proposals provide for us. Like what, what it sort of does is very, it's an, it's an arduous process. It's a thankless process. And it's, It's, you know, it can be very frustrating, especially if you're working with a team on proposals and getting stuff back and forth. Did you edit this part? Did you edit this? And so what they did was, okay, well, we've identified a problem because we've worked in this industry. We now know what people in this industry and similar industries need. And now we're gonna create a solution that solves that problem. So what they did was they built this company called Proposify. Proposify builds proposals for individuals and for businesses. So that you can really take it, you can really work on the things you actually should be doing, your actual business. And their proposal software is fantastic. I absolutely love it. I really, truly recommend it. But the biggest, biggest thing is they got there by working within an industry and saying, okay, this is, this is, there's a pivot. There's something else that we can be doing. And so you do not have to be doing at 22 what you're going to do for the rest of your life. In fact, I would suggest that there's very little chance that you're going to be doing at 22 what you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. That might have been true of my grandfather's generation and my great-grandfather's generation. And (laughs) my dad, who is a chicken farmer, has been been a farmer for basically his whole life, and and that's fair. But you are not going to start a business at 22 and run that business until you're 65. Uh, You're generally not. Um so I really recommend that you get out there and you get some experience. You take some honest advice from people and you use that to just demolish something that you get a grasp on, find a problem, solve a problem. We need to be doing more of this as people and as businesses instead of just adding noise. And, you know, that's especially true of a content perspective, but even companies that are just hey, you know what, there's a bunch of businesses doing this. Why don't we do that? That sounds fun. No, you need to go find a problem and solve that problem as soon as, 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 soon as you can. And that does mean that you need to first encounter those problems in the real world. Um, but it, it also means that everything that you work towards should be the idea of making things better. And if you can do that, you will be successful. You know, one of the things that this this panelist said was if you have a, an idea and you have passion and you and you work at it and you put in all the work you possibly can, your idea will succeed. I disagree. I think that there've been very very well-intentioned people with very very terrible plans and they have not worked. But if you get some experience talk to people and then try to solve a problem, your chances of success go through the roof. Thank you very much for listening today. If you have any questions, please reach out at one red cat media on just about every platform. Um, if you need anything. And if you have anything that you want to hear or don't want to hear on the podcast, if you think like, Oh man, today's episode was really, really terrible. Or today's episode was really, really great. We'd really love to hear from you so that we can decide on what it is we're going to be continuing to do in the future. What we've been doing is really just taking our experiences in business, and social, and content, and marketing, in, in web, and trying to verbalize that experience. But if there are things that we can bring to you that we're not currently bringing to you, that's what we absolutely want to do. So thank you very much for joining me. Have a wonderful day and go try to find a problem.